0: The first day of free agency was interesting, but this morning, it got real. A lot of players returned to their teams and got the bag, while others moved teams, still for a lot more money. I'm giving a recap of the two big trades from this morning and the notable signings from yesterday, plus the latest rumors about the Brooklyn Nets, who clearly have a lot to do this offseason. This is a special bonus episode of the Boundless and Ballin' podcast. Good, everyone. It's Jordan now, and Alan, host of the Boundless and Ballin' Podcast. We're about 24 hours into free agency, and man, oh, man, has there been a lot of headlines in this span. The first one, let's start with the news from this morning. Three key trades. The first one being the Celtics landing Malcolm Brogdon for Nick Stauskas, Aaron Neesmith, Daniel Tice, Malik Fitz, Jawan Morgan, and a 2023 first-round pick. Someone call Nike because I found a fleece right here. A second big trade breaking within the last couple of hours, Rudy Gobert to the Minnesota Timberwolves. My goodness, Utah getting quite the return from Minnesota, receiving Patrick Beverly, Malik Beasley, Walker Kessler, Jared Vanderbilt, Leandro Bomaro, and four future first-round picks. Wow. The Jazz have now acquired six first-round picks in the span of 24 hours, according to Woj, including Walker Kessler, and they're now retooling their roster around Donovan Mitchell. The uh, Timberwolves, I think they win this deal uh, by a significant amount. They shore up their power forward depth by moving Cat one spot over, and now you have two bigs in the Twin Cities. Goodness gracious. Kevin Herter, this is the third trade, by the way. Kevin Herter going from the Hawks to the Kings for Mo Harkless, Justin Holiday, and a future-protected first-round pick. The Kings guard depth going crazy right now with uh, De'Aaron Fox, Davion Mitchell, Malik Monk, and Kevin Herter. There's also some news about extensions. This morning, Zion nearing a five-year extension with the New Orleans Pelicans for a- upwards of $230 million. Yep, $230 million. For a guy who missed all of last season dealing with foot surgery, gonna be very interesting to see how he looks next season. But videos have uh, show him looking really healthy and ready to return, so that's a really good sign. Zach Levine going back to the Bulls, re-signed for four years and two hundred fourteen million. Kevon Looney going back to Golden State for three years, twenty five million dollars. Gary Payton II, however, moving on to greener pastures, but I don't know how you can move on it from a championship. Peyton going to the Portland Trail Blazers for 3 years, $28 million. Golden State has now lost 2 key rotation guys from this year's championship team. Aside from Peyton, Otto Porter Jr. is moving on to the Toronto Raptors on a 2 year deal. Drew Eubanks goes back to the Blazers and Robin Lopez moving on to the Cavs both in 1 year deals. Yusuf Nurkic back to the Blazers for 4 years, $70 million. and Mitchell Robinson. Resigning with the Knicks for four years, $60 million. He's the first player since Charlie Ward back in 2004 to get a second contract from the Knicks. And now time for a recap of yesterday's news. Fasten your seatbelts, this one's going to be a doozy. The first one, the big domino to fall was uh, Jalen Brunson finally going to the Knicks for four years and $104 million. The Knicks cleared up a lot of cap space for him and finally have the point guard they need. JaVale McGee going to the Dallas Mavericks on a three-year $20 million deal. He's a solid athletic big man uh, getting paid and getting his worth, thank goodness. Kyle Anderson going to the Timberwolves for two years, $18 million. Again, he helps with their power forward depth quite a bit. He played very well for the Grizzlies. Joe Ingles, is uh, going to the Bucs on a one-year deal. He's been out with a torn ACL, and this is basically a prove-it deal for Ingles. And we're not done yet, of course. Malik Monk going to the Sacramento Kings on a two-year, $19 million deal. He's reunited with his Kentucky teammate De'Aaron Fox, and it's a well-deserved payday for him after his great season with the Lakers. And speaking of the Lakers, they made quite a few moves yesterday as well the first one being uh Lonnie Walker or one of the big ones being Lonnie Walker the fourth on a 1 year 6.5 million dollar deal basically their taxpayer mid-level exception it's a very questionable signing i think uh he has terrible rankings on defense he shot 31% from 3 and he's definitely more of a slasher and driver i was watching some of his highlights posted to twitter earlier today he is really good and i think he's really going to thrive in the uh run and gun offense for uh for the Lakers under new head coach Darvin Ham, even though they're running the four out one in the Lakers have prided themselves on this transition offense for years and finally get a guy who at least fits that mold uh he has the he has the potential to develop into a better three-point shooter and a uh better defensive player under this new coaching staff so we will see what happens the Lakers not done yet getting wings uh, they're signing Troy Brown Jr. and Juan Toscano-Anderson on minimum deals. Troy Brown is a defensive-minded wing who is a standout rebounder throughout his career. Played really well for the Wizards uh, recently, from what I remember. Uh, he's had a couple double-digit rebound games this past season, quite a few actually. Uh, but that's something that I've always noticed when uh, I've heard about him. Juan Toscano-Anderson, don't worry Warriors fans, he's in very, very good hands. JTA is an athletic forward who played in spurts for the championship warriors uh he is a okay three-point shooter uh definitely doesn't take them i'll take a lot of threes but uh i think he should uh, develop into a respectable one this year that's the hope the lakers getting a another reunion it wouldn't be a reunion for the it wouldn't be free agency without a laker reunion damian jones is back with the purple and gold on a two-year minimum deal He played with L.A. last season on 10-day contracts. They wanted to re-sign him but could not do it at that time. But he is a perfect, and I mean perfect, fit for the Lakers. He's an amazing rim runner and protector, as well as a great lob threat. He checked off uh, pivotal boxes for the Lakers last season, does so again this year. Thank goodness D. Jones is finally back where he belongs, quite frankly, in a Laker uniform. Uh, Daniel House going to the Philadelphia 76ers on a two-year, $8.5 million deal. He shot 41% from three for Utah in 25 games. Andre Andre Drummond going to the Chicago Bulls on a two-year deal around $6 million. Since his seven and a half seasons with the Pistons, he's been on four teams in three years. You heard that right. Four teams in three years. My goodness. Kevin Knox to the Pistons and DeLon Wright to the Wizards, both of them on two-year deals. Knox signing for $6 million, Wright signing for $16 million. And now for part two with the re-signings and Supermax extensions. Uh, a lot of big names, familiar names, of course. Anthony Simons back to the Blazers. Four years, $100 million getting the bag. Like I said, well-deserved for him after he, uh, he was pretty much the star of the show when Damian Lillard was out and continued to be once uh, McCollum was traded. So a great... Great decision by the Blazers. I mean, a no brainer at that. Bobby Portis going to back to the Bucks. He's getting paid as well. $49 million over the course of four years. Jay Shantay back to the Rockets. Three years, $22 million. Marvin Bagley resigns with Detroit for three years, $37 million. Lou Dort. Wow. He's back with the Thunder for five years and $87.5 million. One of the largest contracts for an undrafted player. Chris Boucher back to the Raptors. Three years, $35 million. Nick Batum back to the Clippers on a two-year deal. Patty Mills back to the Nets on a two-year, $14.5 million deal. And now for the Supermax extensions. Devin Booker and the Suns back together. Four years, $214 million. Bradley Beal as expected going back to the Wizards for a five-year, $251 million deal. Nikola Jokic, I mean, bring out the Brinks trucks. Five years, $270 million. Million dollars with the Denver Nuggets. Shams saying it's one of the richest deals in NBA history for the two time MVP. And finally, all the news about the Brooklyn Nets. But before I get into that, I forgot to mention that Bruce Brown is going to the Pistons on a two year, $13 million deal. And there are reports, I believe confirmed by him himself, that the Nets didn't even offer anything. So they were willing to lose Bruce Brown, who goes back to the Pistons after he was traded there back in uh, 2020. And uh, this whole situation in uh, with Brooklyn, a lot to unpack, let's just say that. So a day after Kyrie opted in, Kevin Durant formally requested a trade from the Nets. He mentioned the Suns and Heat as potential suitors. Uh, so the, uh, we talked about this yesterday with uh, Marco, but uh, the Aiton and trade definitely makes the most sense, but Brooklyn doesn't want him. The Nets, they wanted Devin Booker, but the Suns, of course, refused, signing him to that extension. Uh, the Miami Heat they're an interesting trade partner they can't trade BAM because Ben Simmons is on the uh, Brooklyn roster and you can't have two designated rookie deals on a roster which is uh, very interesting uh, very interesting how the rules work there the Nets uh, before actually no after the KD News came out they traded a future first round pick for Royce O'Neill. so they're already beginning this uh, retooling of the roster Kyrie Irving according to a Stephen A. Smith uh has been forcing his way to the lakers and uh, based on his tweets or tweet from this morning which was basically a gif of a uh, caged bird being let free that still looks like the case so uh the lakers were the only team that were interested in him through a trade a few days ago and the possibility as we've seen since then is very very much alive like the athletics sam amick proposed this potential trade framework Kyrie and another player like Seth Curry, the newly acquired Royce O'Neal, or De'Ron Sharp for Russell Westbrook and the 27 and 29 first round picks. A lot of fans want Joe Harris in addition to that deal and are willing to give up Taylor Orton Tucker and possibly the uh, one of the first round picks in that trade. Laker fans, most of them, or a lot of them anyway, are clamoring for uh, Kyrie to join the Lakers. And Based on the indications so far, it looks like this roster that the Lakers are building is more set up for Kyrie than it is for Russ. It uh, doesn't have a lot of shooting, but at least does have a lot of wings who can uh, cut to the basket effectively, at least score at the rim and at will, and uh, rebound and defend uh, decently well outside of Walker. It's honestly only a matter of time before KD and Kyrie trades blow up our notifications and social media goes crazy, but until then, like I said yesterday, uh, most of the league is in a holding pattern, waiting to see what Brooklyn does if uh, KD winds up in one of his preferred destinations or somewhere new, and if Kyrie winds up going to the Lakers. So, uh, a lot to look out for in these next few hours, and the next few days. But then again, that's how it is in the NBA. And this is really interesting. Legion Hoops just tweeted out that the Jazz, according to their sources, might not be holding on to Donovan Mitchell after all. This contrasts with uh, Woj's report earlier that uh, the Jazz are retooling their roster around Donovan Mitchell. So, I mean, I trust Woj on this. But keep in mind, the Heat had made an offer for Mitchell yesterday. Uh, There's been no real update on that. But uh, now, if the Jazz were were to trade Donovan Mitchell, that would just send even more shockwaves throughout the league. Uh, It was widely expected that they would let go of one, but not the other. Uh, Some may have speculated that they would let go of both, but that wouldn't be likely. But now, if this report stands, that's just going to be an absolute earthquake around the NBA. But then again, we'll have to see what happens if uh, any of the real NBA insiders report it. But uh, some interesting smoke to add to this fire. And that's a wrap on this bonus episode for the Boundless and Ballin' podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Free agency, of course, a very fast-paced time of the year, and I'm all here for it. See you guys again on Monday. I'm Jordan Pekinley now, and stay safe, stay healthy, be well, peace.